Oh, Chris isn't here, so I need to uh, boop that for now. Ooh. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the podcast. It is of the game won't play itself. I am Lord Teammaker, aka Will McKellen, joining me in his sexy new camera setup, James Atkinson. Morning, everybody. Welcome to what I call the pro gamer move. <laughs> the, Take... the almost Sky Sports F1 sort of camera view. Exactly. Well, I'm thinking about it. If you think about it for racing, too, it's almost like the now in the cockpit with Atkinson. <laughs> 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 I mean, there's a ton of reasons why I've done it. Um, I think it looks more interesting. It provides a different background. You know, it's kind of like that kind of off the side shot thing. It makes me look 10 pounds less than I actually am because let's be honest, a straight on like look sometimes can make it look, make you look a little, little bigger. And it's just like, it's in an interesting position. Also, my lighting is right there. So that like when it's dark and I'm doing late night, take whippies FC and Corby town FC episodes, the lighting yeah. is actually, you know, you want your camera where your lighting is. So mm -hmm. it's it's lighting you directly. That's a, that's, a, that's a good point. Very good point. So, how's your week been, matey? How you been? You been all right? It's just been, it's been a week. It's been, been kind of a, it's both, been a both slow and busy week, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's been busy, but been going slowly while you're doing it. So it's not been going... It's not zipped through like the rest of the half half a decade that we've had in the past year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've and I've done one of those things where you go through your computer and you're like, "All right, what games am I actually playing right now?" Mm -hmm. You just delete all the ones off that you aren't. So you're not tempted to do any of them. Kimmy, there she is. Hello, hello. Welcome in. How you doing? See, I do that for the PC, but I don't do that for my consoles. I prefer my consoles to be ready to go with a game rather than just downloading it, which on Steam, I'm happy to just do that. I don't get why. It's because it's because they make it really easy to delete and install games. That's what they do. That's the whole point of Steam. You finally got a day off. Well, congratulations Yay. on your day off. I don't know why you're spending it with us. I figured you'd spend it like literally anywhere else. But we but, appreciate it. Yeah, we're thankful that you're here because, you know, it's you. We like you. You're awesome. So, yay. It, yeah, it has been one of those weeks, really. It's just been, I don't know. Yeah, but it has been some gaming news, so we might as well get on with some of those <sighs> for you, for you, so we can have a little bit of a, a, a nice start to your weekend or continuation of your weekend. And if so... There is a saga going on between the devs of the Sinking City, Frogware Games, and uh, Namcon? Uh, Nacon, Nacon, however you pronounce it. And so it is this. The developing story is this. The Sinking City devs DMCA its own game to force it off Steam. But it may only be a temporary fix, they say. And I mean, this is it's, it's technically not their own game. Technically, not anymore. It is a pirated copy of their game that has been manipulated by the company that they, their publisher? Yes. <clears throat> so, their publisher bought a copy of their game from a third-party site, from the key, and bought, bought the key for the game. Didn't buy and just buy, the, oh no, they bought the game, went in code-wise, hacked into it, manipulated the code, Changed it, removed all the logo, all the all of uh, Frogsaw's logos from it. Changed the loading screens, and then re-uploaded it to Steam, saying it was their own version of the game. The cheek of them. So, after Frogware have done this, uh, Nacom ha have responded, and here's the response, uh, or parts of it that have been uh, posted on Eurogamer. So I will read them to you. It's like, uh, Frogwares published an article in March 1st, 2020, accusing Nacom 
of having pirated the game The Sinking City. Nacon hereby wishes to set the record straight regarding these unjustified accusations, right? Nacon is contractually the sole exclusive distributor of The Sinking City game on Steam. Nacon has contributed to the financing of development and the payment of royalties to Frogware to the tune of 8.9 million euros to date, including the full payment for a version of the game for Steam, making the global investment far above 10 million euros when integrating the marketing costs, contrary to Frogware's allegations. Nikon has paid all amounts due. Okay. Now today, unless Frogware is acting in bad faith, it has no reason not to make the game available to make on on Steam. You got caught with your hand in the cookie jar, and now you're trying to blame your mom of the reason why it's her fault for having the cookie jar. Yeah, um, it does go on a little bit, and it's uh, saying about regretting all. All the more that Frogwares demanded a withdrawal of the game, thus describing the gaming community, blah, blah, blah. Trying to make Frogwares to be the bad guys out of this one because they're taking it away from us to be able to buy it. And it's just like, yeah, but if it's not, if. Uh, but you it, have, you've it, had, it, do, they've had documented cases where they weren't paying Frogware. They were late on payments up to 90 days. You know, I you say what you fucking will, man. It's, you're late. You're late. You know, Frogware doesn't seem to be. I mean, it's it's obviously it's a battle of of opinion right now because it's it's and mm -hmm. and it's in the French courts. Like they are there. There is a legal battle still pending in the courts, which which is what blows me away. Is that like if if you're if you're Namcom and you know that you're in the clear and you've done everything above board, why not wait for the legal battle to be done? Mm -hmm. Why, while this thing is still in the courts and being debated, do this? That's just, that's just, that's just ultimate, that's just like, that's like Robert Kraft going and being like, you know, going to a, a certain massage parlor, getting caught, getting extra favors, and then while the legal battle is going on there, and he's like in Florida to do that, going to another massage parlor, or going to a strip club. It's like, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know. Why do it? Unless you think you're like you're like I'm just so awesome. It's just a, it's like a, it's like the worst kind of power move. It's not gonna work out. And like the video, if you guys watch, if you go to Frogsoft website, there is a video where they break down and go, this is where this is. This is when you look in the background here. This shows you where the game was bought. Because the game, when it's like when we sell copies of these games or give copies of these games to these companies, we tag them with like, this is the place where you bought the game. So it wasn't even a game from Steam. It was a game from another third-party vendor that they took and then uploaded to Steam. So it's like, like even if even if that's the case and like they're in the right, they still took a game that was meant for another third party person and uploaded it to a third a different third party. And if that's the case, then guess what? If I'm Steam or I'm that other third party distributor, hey, you just took a game that was licensed for uh, to us, took it away, hacked it and then uploaded it to one of our competitors. We're suing you because you did that. That was a game that you gave to us in good faith to sell, and now you're turning around and making it available on one of our competitors' websites. Yeah, this is going to get messier before it's done, I think. Yeah, no. And and if you listen to Frogcom's video, too, they actually say that there is, um, you know, like, the DMCA and, like, those in the piracy laws are very strict in France, where, like, it's, like, something, like, almost like you could get fined up to 2 million euros and serve a sentence of five years in jail. And I hope it is the most disgusting, smelly jail there is. I'll, I'll let you make extrapolations of why I've said that, um, <laughs> but that's your dirty mind, not mine. And you went there. I did not. I just want them to be in a disgusting, smelly jail. <laughs> I'm in here. I'm in here for taking bread and wine. I am in here for giving cigarette to baby. Why are you here? I'm in here because I pirated the video game. 
You are worst kind of scum. Get out of here. I do not want to see you. <laughs> Shall we go to something a little bit more light-hearted? <laughs> they won't cause an international incident? Sure. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Well, I don't know whether it may not, may co- may not cause an, uh, an international incident because, you know, the actual content of it, and we, we've been over kind of this before, but the uh, the BAFTA Game Awards are coming up in a matter of weeks with a new host. What happened to the old host? Did we? Did we? Um, well, no, they have. They just didn't ask. I don't think Dara this year because again, it's going to be an online one um, because obviously the global bastard is still around. Um, they're not doing it live, understandably, uh, to an audience. So they've done the lady who's been a part of it before, called El Osiliwood, who is seeming to find her way quite well in the industry in the past year to two years that she's been around. She used to be a part of PlayStation Access um, before moving on to thing, doing things for the BBC as well as BAFTA. So she's getting her name out there. She's really starting to climb higher on it. But it, to me, it still was a surprise because, you know, Dara. Dara was almost like, you know, hand going hand in hand with the, the, the Game Awards. But We'll see how she does because you know, give everyone a chance. Yeah. So the nominees came out this this uh, this week, and uh, we were looking at them. Um, now, there's been two games that have had a lot of nominations. Can you guess one of them? I mean, I'm looking at the nominations, so I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's The Last of Us Two. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the Game of the Year uh, awards is going to be voted by us lot, which is good. And you can pick from Animal Crossing New Horizons, Call of Duty Warzone, the uh, the console <coughs> holder, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Mm-mm. Hades, mm. The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. and I know a game that uh, Chris has been playing a lot, Valorant. Uh, everybody should vote for Hades. It is the better of all. Is it the best of that list? That's a packed list. It I, is. You take away, you take away Call of Duty. Get rid of that. Just, just throw it over you there. Can't, you, you can't even fit it on your old hard drives anymore. Can't even yep. fit it. Right. So get rid of that. Just just push it away, and you've still got a heavy hitters in there. I mean, Animal Crossing, right? Okay, I'm not not really played any of them, but I can see the pull. You know, people are happy when they get they get little, little birthday parties and that from for them, and they can make their their islands customized to them. And it, you know, so I can see how popular and big that is. And then you've got Hades, which I I I you know, and how a lot of people are talking about Valorant Two, and then you've got Last of Us Two, and Ghost of Tsushima. We know how good Ghost of Tsushima is. We've had a long debate about Ghost of Tsushima versus Last of Us 2. Yeah. I mean, there's there's been long discussions of it. So you don't you, you don't need us to tell you about that. No, there was uh, we, we were waiting to see whether Cyberpunk 2077 was going to have a, a, a I, technical achievement in there. <laughs> well, I look at what they've done for Cyberpunk. Yeah. Artistic achievement, which is the way the game, like the aesthetic of the game. Mm-hmm. And then performances by both V and Judy for like, you know, female performers. And I'm like, that's not, I'm like, okay. Like I, out of all like the side characters, and I don't know how far you've gotten in cyberpunk, Will. If you've oh, done, I completed it. I completed it. Did you I do the whole it. Judy story line? I'm sure I did. Did you go swimming? No, I didn't quite. I didn't quite. I got to near the end of that, but I didn't go swimming part, so I wasn't quite there. That is, the swimming quest is one of my. It's one of my favorite quests in all of Cyberpunk, because it's it it just once again it it's it's humanizing and stuff. And I don't know if you want me to spoil it for you. Yeah, go ahead. Not problem. All right, spoilers for Cyberpunk here, folks. All right, if you don't want to know this, so. 
Judy's character is a brain dance editor. That she does is she like takes physical experiences that are recorded and she edits them to be more pleasing for people. So she takes you to this cabin up uh, that's up on the top of the that's up near this uh, dam by this lake, and she goes, "I need you to help me do a recording. Do you want to?" And you obviously you say yes. Um, so you get and you get scuba gear on. You go underneath. And she syncs the two of you together, so you're kind of like brain dance synced, because you're having yeah. t- two people like like t- recording, and you go scuba diving through the town where she grew up, that was flooded by a dam to make sure that there was power, for. Power for Night City, and so like you're like living through her past memories, as like swimming through this forgotten town, just finding out like. And the music that plays, it's, it's a beautiful scene. And there's no action in it. It's just, just calming. And you're kind of like figuring out who she is. And like yeah. you're having like this really great emotional connection moment. Then the chip fucks you up. And you nearly drowned. And she pulls you out. And then there's this kind of, depending on which way you go. If you're female V, this is where you get to banger. But if you're male V... Judy, I think, and I think this is the stronger of the, of the performances... Like Judy just basically tells you that she's done. She's like the the city has ground her down, spit her out. She's she's just done. She just wants to go, and that's it. She just she's just done, and she's like just emotionally drained, mentally drained, and that like she just thanks you for being a friend and for being there for her. She gives you the keys to her apartment and says, "I'll I'll talk to you every once in a while, but this is the last time you'll see me." And that's it. She just leaves Night City the next day. You never see her in person again. And it's just this like emotional thing where like you where they talk about like you know they're always talking about oh, Night City is this Night City, but it's like the physical manifestation of a character that you've met and you've done a lot with. And will she's a big part of the story if you want her to be. To like mm-hmm. see them just just be done and defeated, and just ground out and just just, just, just that's it. And it's like the first career, you're like, what, 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 you're done? That's it. And I'm not saying they're like, I tried to make her stay. I'm like, but we're friends, right? You know, you want to say, and she doesn't. She's just like, I can't. I just like, I'm, I'm just shot. And what's nice about it later on is that like every once in a while, I'll be running down Night City. All of a sudden there'll be a phone call and she'll call you and be like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm in Oregon now. I just saw my grandparents. And so she's just in her van taking up independent work and just driving around the country and she'll call you every once in a while just to see how things are doing to make sure you're okay. And for me, it just that kind of a thing where like you have this huge peak with her and you have that final mission and you do that swimming thing. And like it's a human reaction, right? It's it's for me, it's like this character is human. And, I'm, and it's and it's for me, it's a great arc. Uh, so I look at V, I look at her getting nominated for that, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I was emotionally connected to this character. And I knew that she didn't swing Melvie's way. But it's like, we were friends. And at the same time, how does, how much it hurts your character V, because the shit that your character V is going through, and he loses one of his good friends, because they're ground down and out of it. It's not all of them can be Pan Am. Because Pan Am. Yeah. And tanks. So, if if you haven't done it, watch a YouTube video of just that scene. For me, it's one of the best scenes I've played in a video game. Just emotionally, just in a game of violence, hypersexual activity, and all this stuff. It's just a calming... It, it's an oasis, essentially. And the music that plays, I wanted to find that audio track. Anybody can find... I'll put a bounty out on that audio track. So, yeah. Um... I look at these games for the Baptist. They all seem to be there. Like there's nothing, there's nobody, there's nothing here. I wouldn't complain about. Um, I don't think that, uh, we can say Codemasters F1 2021 will be a, uh, British only game considering their new corporate overlords. Yeah, that's, I mean, don't get us wrong. We love Formula One 2020 and for a British game this year, you know, it's been one of the best Formula One games I've played. 
because there's been tweaks to it this year compared to last year that made it better. No party mode next year. <laughs> no, really. Yes. Think about it. There, we, we won't be able to have change engine modes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Once literally ERS on, ERS off. That's going to be all the changes we can make. Yep. Unless unless they let us throttle down. But why would they let us throttle down if there's an engine an engine problem? I mean, audio achievement. Let's have a look. I mean, Miles Morales, yes. I could see that because the soundtrack in that is really good. I think, though, that Astro's Playroom will take that. Purely because... No, I haven't played Hades, Half-Life Alex. The reason I say, and even over Ghost of Tsushima, why I think Astro's Playroom do it, is such a love letter to Sony as a brand. It is such a love letter to the games, to the previous consoles that came before. And they've done it just so well. I they, I, I agree with you there. I argue that Ghost of Tsushima will take it. Because that game, the audio in Tsushima, is, for me, it's perfect. Because with, with Tsushima, it's it's where, like, Astro's Playground, like you said, is, like, the love letter to all of the classic PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. Tsushima, and I think the game as a whole, does less, does more with less. Like, no. there are moments where it's just the wind blowing through the blades of grass. Yeah. And that is more impactful than like Hades music, Last of Us, anything in The Last of Us, Miles Morales soundtrack. The fact that like it's a both minimal, they, they were able to use like simple stuff like that to create an impact. Yeah. Uh, animation. I mean, animation, I don't know about that one as well. I mean, again, you've got a lot of decent ones there. A lot of decent games. I mean, got Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Very good looking uh, game. The Last of Us Part Two again looks very, very good. Yeah. Spider Man. Yep. Again, amazing. Orin the Will of the Wisps. Again, an amazingly cute game, full of emotion. And Spirit Fairer, which I've heard a lot about. It's which is beautiful art style, a hand drawn kind of animated art style. Which, by the way. Spirit Fair is about, you know, accepting loss and people who are leaving from you and in like moving on with your life when people have passed on and moved on. It's a beautiful game <laughs> and I'm happy that it's there. Um, artistic achievement, I think, to be honest with you, I think Alex is probably going to net probably win that one. Dreams, yeah. is, Dreams is great. But the problem is, like, Dreams isn't necessarily a game more than it is a tool set for people to make things in. Yeah, that you can play, including what they did. Right. Where, like, I look at the, all of these, and if I'm thinking just pure artist, art, artistic achievement, ha- Alex is just does more. Alex is, like, the only game I've ever wanted to play in VR, and we all know my thoughts on VR. Yep. I could give a shit. <laughs> but Alex looks Alex looks great. Uh, best game we've talked about. British game. I mean, Dreams F one Fall Guys Last Campfire, Rookie Development Team, and uh, Sackboy. It, it's it's a crapshoot, really. <laughs> I honestly think for best for British game, it's going to be Fall Guys. Probably. Purely because that was a game that we needed, as such. You know because. We're going. We're going through a pandemic. We're st- we're told to stay in and away from people for such a long time, but that you know it brought us all together, whether for a couple of games until we won it and then deleted it, or from going every week. I will touch on two more two more ones, and I think we'll probably have to be good. Uh, evolving game is anything but Fortnite. I will literally take anyone off that list but Fortnite. I hope No yeah. Man's Sky gets it because fuck that game. Do you know that they came out with a new update that lets you now have animal companions so you can tame beasts? Yeah. What the hell is this game? It just yeah. keeps getting better. <laughs> the fuck, guys? Uh, once again, it gives me, gives me so much hope for Cyberpunk. The fact that Hello Games and No Man's Sky is just 
killing it. Um, I like the idea of games beyond entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love that there. But the one one I am going to touch on, and I will give this to you, Will. <clears throat> if it doesn't win for audio, music, Ghost of Tsushima. It's, oh, yes. it's there with Hades, Last of Us Part 2, Marvel Spider-Man, Ori, and Sackboy. But the music in Ghost. Yeah. I can see why Sackboy is there, because of, of the way they do the music on the levels, yeah? And uh, before I say why, hi Hussein, hello, welcome in. Um, the reason is, now, if you play, let's say, there, there's a... There's one of Let's Dance, a Bowie track, you know, in there. And you have like a little character that zips you around the level, just waiting for you. Yeah. And it just goes, it's just dancing along to the music. And you have, when you get there in time to it, the beat, it goes along and plays exactly. And every time it gets you to that point, that and that is just, yeah. So I can see why that's there, but I do agree that music goes to Tsushima because the atmosphere that helped create was immense, absolute immense. The Ghost of Tsushima is when the sum of all of its parts merged together, and I'm excited to play this game when it comes to PC. It's is Monopoly like an Uno situation? For Kimmy, yes. Basically, what happened was during one of the game times we played with. Uh, with Tisha, right on her screen, um, right. Kimmy was owning the game, absolutely bossing it. Every property on the board, Kimmy had. It was down to her and Michael for the win. Michael only had money and lots of it. And then the game decided to crash, so Kimmy didn't win. It knocked her out. He left Michael in to win with no property and just money. So, yeah, that's a new moment that Hussein loves to just keep I mean, digging at. I mean, that, that, that kind of says something here, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you have, but if you have a lot of money, you tend to win. <laughs> You're over there. Ooh. Chat's over there now. Ooh. So BAFTAs, we'll have a, we'll probably have a show. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, I mean, cause we've already done this multiple times. So I think when we, when the BAFTAs does it and they list all your announcers, we'll give a yay or nay kind of a situation. Absolutely. Cause we've already done our game of the years. We've already done, like, we've already done this with every other award show. Um, I'm surprised Jeff Keighley isn't hosting this one. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Keighley knocks it all out of the way. It's like, get up. <laughs> he'll probably do the pre. He probably do, he's probably going to do a pre-show for it. Let's be honest here. I hope they keep they keep um, Aoife because she's been part of one of the uh, of the jury for the awards this year. All right. I also she, she said that so I can say it. So, so I I will apologize. I I didn't make the joke English. British enough. Um, let me pull that back. Man, I hope Ant and Deck host it this year. <laughs> what are they doing right now? They're not doing much. They need some work. Just watch it be a bunch of... The, the satellites are busy, but yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, oh, let's make a bunch of video game jokes about nerds which will piss off all the actual people watching and make a bunch of jokes that boomers and you know middle class will get the people who aren't watching the show. Thanks, Ant and Deck. I think it'd be even, be even funnier if you get just like like Richard Hammond and like James May. Just get just get the people just get the old Top Gun team uh, back together. Why are we here? <laughs> Just because then at least that point, it would be hilarious. Be like, oh, an F1 game. We can talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like F1. Oh. Come on, pull them off. There <clears throat> we go. <laughs> Richard so, Hammond just has flashbacks. <laughs> speaking of F1, though, dude, what yes. have we been playing this week? 
raced an F1 and I played a bunch of football manager. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I didn't really play much else. F1, F1 was all right. I did enjoy F1. Um, and yes, it was a boring race compared to the others, others we've done so far in the rivals. I, you know, I can understand that. I can, I can agree with that. You know, get out into the lead, and away I went. I had an interesting race. I actually had to race. I had to pass people. I had to do it cleanly. I came out in dirty air. I could have double stacked with Will, but I didn't. I could have read longer to try and put your tires off even further. I could have tried to get. A I was I was pitting sixth regardless. So if you went longer, I was good. That's I mean, Dimas. I asked you if you were pitting because I needed to know. Because if you weren't pitting, I was. And if you, but you were pitting, so I wasn't. That's just how it was happening. My 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 schedule was lap six or seven, and you took lap six. And I asked you because you had priority. Mm -hmm. so. And. And it kind of worked out for you better because, you know, at the end you had more life in your tires. You had more ERS, you know, you could get the fastest laps. So you took that point away from us. Yeah. Well, it would, you know, when you're sitting there going like, oh, I've got a 36, 36 second, you know, 26 seconds away from Will. I'm just going to conserve for a couple of laps and just go balls out the last lap and just try and get it. How do you? Taunt dishes, you say. I, I, I'm intrigued to this. I mean, the dominator. Are you playing Yakuza? It sounds like you're playing Yakuza. Yeah, he's playing Yakuza. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I trained a dominatrix and taunted dishes. I'm like, that sounds like Yakuza. It's weird that you say that, and it's just like my mind goes, ah, oh, yes, Yakuza. <laughs> I've been playing Yakuza. This part of what I've been playing. Uh, I finished four, which it, you know, the, the it has a unique final boss sequence because you're playing as four characters you have four bosses and the last one is a pain in the ass because you're not just fighting them and i'll save them to try and hide the identity of the person because obviously i want you to get through them james and i want chat to play them uh, i mean know? no I've, I've seen i know the story from all the yakuza's um, so mainly mainly because I've watched like any speed running marathons the last year two in a year two years, which has had a Yakuza game in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that final the final boss fight in that sequence. Uh yeah, that was um it could be awkward unless you do it a certain way. First and rule, obviously rip your shirt off. Even if you're so playing the game, you need to rip your shirt off. That's just how that. That's just how it works. So you can see a tattoo of something on your back, or in my case, it'd be a doodle of a stick figure, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a lady with boobs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. But um, so yeah, so I finished four off, and then I started five, and I couldn't remember a thing about five. And I'm sitting there going, I don't remember this. I don't remember you. You know, can you be in this way? Why do I not remember it? So I thought I'd, I'd go on to PSN profiles and check the trophies. I, mm -hmm. I thought PS3, PS, P, you know, Yakuza 5 and PS3. Looked up, not there. Oh, the reason I don't remember it is because I didn't play it. <laughs> so this is the first time I've played Yakuza 5. Yeah, so now you're into the Yakuza's you haven't played 5 and 6. Mm -hmm. so it's all unknown territory to me so i'm gonna do what, what what we should normally do on rpgs and that is before you do the story build yourself up to become op <laughs> do all the side quests before before side mission one mm -hmm. so it's where i am in um actually i i, I did lie but i played about an hour of yakuza 7 or like a dragon last night yeah. Um, cause I finally got to the point where I've decided that like, if there's no interest in a series, I do a spotlight for, I'm just going to fucking play and beat the game right. now mm -hmm. and I'm doing the warehouse <laughs> stuff. And in the meantime, I've played that game on and off for like a mm, couple months and my characters are like level 20 and I'm facing enemies that are level 12. And as you know, in that game, you get, you get to be some beefy boys. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and um, the the Yakuza gang that has a special fetish. <laughs> oh, I've I, I've done I've done the. Uh, we need to get warm water for the child quest. Mm-hmm. And um, I've also unlocked the management sim, which means like there goes the next ten hours of my life. Oh, business management sim. Hi, my name is James. I don't know if we've met. <laughs> I'm I'm something of a management sim player. <laughs> well, you know, Hussein, if you donate, and I'm, I don't think I, I've got to rejig it so it, it it it's reset on my slobs. But if you start donating to Extra Life uh, on my channel, you will get James here giving you a big old thumbs up, and you will you will indeed hear kitchen. As a thank you for doing it. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't have that here. We don't have that here as a command. We do have. It it just works. I mean, that's right, Todd. It just works. But I've I've been in that sort of a weird, funny mood men- mentally this week, where I just haven't been fully engrossed in in playing it. So I need to put some time in this weekend for Yakuza because as we know they're a great series it's a great great series so and it, it deserves that respect so um but so I've been playing those two I've been playing a little tiny bit more brick breaker to try and get through level 77 but no joy uh we played some formula one which was good I played some four guys with Tish I played some more uh, set of Corsa and more Borderlands had a tough fight in snooker, so um, yes, we 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 are. We did a four-three win, and it was a bit touch and go at some point. But then again, we was pissing about in the chat, so I wasn't fully concentrating. I have to admit, um, and played some more. Baba is you. Mm. We're getting there. We're getting there. We did about twenty-four, twenty-five levels this week, so you know that's so. our. That's a big, a big chunk of change from it. So, you know, I can't complain. I really cannot complain. Um, what else do we do? Oh, yes, chat. Oh, yes. I have an announcement to make. Now, one thing I used to do before we started working on the, uh, on the backlog was I sometimes used to do first looks at games. So, I have two first looks coming up in the next couple of weeks one i cannot tell you about because i'm under embargo until the 16th of march okay so i can play it i can write stuff i can record stuff for it but i cannot live stream it or post it on youtube or anything until 16th of march okay because i got the code yesterday and it's like keep it, keep it under your hat okay so so secret Secret game coming up around about the 19th. I'll do a first look at that. But uh, thanks to the wonderful people at the Game Shed, I won a monster truck racing game uh, as well earlier in the week. So at some point over the next few days, I will do another first look, which is, they normally last around about an hour because, you know, hour gives you enough time to see, oh, what's this game like, you know? Um, so it is Monster Jam Steel Titans 2, a open world monster truck racing game, which looks to function kind of like the crew in the crew too. So, yeah, yes, indeed. Um, so that's pretty much been what I've been playing, but I can see that I need to pad. So next month, next month, I will be doing uh, Extra Life as part of the kickoff of X-Life 2021 for, for Team Jig Whippy. Now, the weekend before, as part of 12 Hours of Tracker, Tracker 57, uh, a friend of mine um, is, is also playing for that. Why does James have Kratos' chair? That's a very good question, because Kratos, when he went to go on his quest, right? He went on that quest to scatter his wife's ashes with boy he left his chair at home so james taking the opportunity that he uh, he, he wanted to do 
and thought, I need a comfy chair. That looks really awesome. Snuck into Kratos' house and just went, I'm having that. Kind of like you, what you would do with, uh, with Tish's, with Tish's PS5. As we're having a guest, a sneaky guest. Hello, Kim. Hello, welcome to the podcast. We can't hear you because you're on mute. <laughs> so you can just wave to the chat, the chat, see? <laughs> yes, you could do a tough to dance to say hi. It's great. Well, hope you're well. Hope you're good. So, yeah, talking about stuff and things. How are you doing? You had a good week? You're okay? Or just seeing like movements of. Or. <laughs> <laughs> so a bit middling, yeah. <laughs> so people are saying hi. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes. You're, you're seeing us, but you can't say. But we can see the chat. The chat says uh, hello to you as well. Oh, on uh, now for the audio audio listeners amongst us that. Sad, it's got sad. It's got sad, big sad. See, now I'm gonna have to pad, uh, pad this a bit more. So, right, right, extra life gaming charity for the kids, children's hospitals, and stuff, right? Yeah, next month doing 25 hours stream. It's gonna be a tough one, but I think, I think we're gonna do good, good work for them. And I'm gonna post the link in the chat for people. As I uh, just talk random shit for people. Uh, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? See, it, it always goes well until it doesn't. Ah, uh, there we are. Uh, nope, we don't that. So here is the link coming up. And there we go. So if you can donate, even if it's just a dollar, a dollar, your time, even a retweet on Twitter, it all helps go to a great cause because, you know, kids have been through it. <laughs> I love the fact you play with stuff is like, Oh no, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> there should be an unmute button on there somewhere. <laughs> go smash James, go James. While you're busy, where's your mute button? <laughs> so, what's this red button do? <laughs> I mean, you say it wasn't you, but we both know it was. <laughs> See, just knocking about with stuff. <laughs> it may well be still good. It may well be still good. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. GameStop is saying that tax day sale is, is around the corner, eh? <sighs> well, that's a bit of uh, boring breaking news for you guys. Right, anyway, uh, what else should I should we say about? Well, we could do some shout-outs and pimp-outs, like Kimmy in, in, in the other window. Yeah, give her a shout-out for she does stuff. We could also do chat. <laughs> just eat it as a welcome back screen. <laughs> he's coming back, is he? <laughs> Have you snuck in and just went, oh, he's found you. He's right behind you. <laughs> Careful. He's got you. Just tap the top of it right you there. You tap the mic to untap. <laughs> you tap it to unmute it. Hi, everybody. Good to see you and hear you. Yay. I will give you your, you know, host back. Thank you. 
Did you have a very good weekend? I was making cute poses. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, does buying a new chair count as things we did this weekend? The Kratos chair. It was from Alton. It is a stole. secret labs. Yeah. It is it is the it is the overly overly priced uh but does it smell like gamer ass? <laughs> Did it smell like dream toast? <laughs> Well, my old, my old, uh, my old chair was starting to actually smell like ass because you know when you sit in it every day for four years, it's gonna smell yeah. like what you have on it. And also, you know when you're when you look at your chair and it has the indentation of your ass in it, it's probably time to buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, the padding's gone. If your ass's cheeks are still printed into it. Yeah, exactly. So I have this nice new Secret Labs chair, which, by the way, chat. Secret Labs chair, if I mention it on social media, they give me two more years of an extended warranty, so expect a tweet later. Do it. Do it. <laughs> it's either that or spend 50 bucks. So, if, I mean, I can save 50 bucks by taking a picture and hashtagging it. Why not? Sounds like a plan to me. So where are That's we at? Good. What'd I miss? I had, well, fa I had uh, family leaving, so. Uh, I finished talking about what i was playing mm -hmm. uh i mentioned a bit about extra life coming up mm -hmm. from next month uh when i'll be doing my stream and tracker stream and then we kind of was padding for a little bit because we we're trying to do pimp outs and shout outs so you I mean i mean obviously if if chris was here we would have just said the word doom and there's your padding mm -hmm. um, if i was here we needed to pad obviously it's just football manager i can talk about that game for hours um, by the way, Football Manager Series YouTube, you guys should check it out. Um, we in the Prem now. I have started the conveyor belt. <laughs> You've opened up the pandemic country. <laughs> actually, actually, it, I have not bought a ton of South Americans. Um, a lot of Portuguese and French kids, though. Staying closer to home, really focusing on the Iberian Peninsula. Um, I have, I have a, I have a player who says, oh, he's going to be the next Killian Mbappe. I'm like, great. And this guy's like, ah, and this player is going to be the next Harry Kane. I'm like, hmm, I know those names. And I just bought a kid who is the media saying this guy could be the next Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm like, hmm. So I have Harry, the next Harry Kane, Mbappe and Ronaldo on my team. I, I think I'm okay with this. But yes, so I, I, I am the hearing of you. I'm I was going to say, I, I started mentioning football manager and Will just went like <laughs> eyes glaze over. Just, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's time for me to pad until he wakes up. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Watch the YouTube series. It's tons of fun. Uh, I have to create another video later today uh, where I play Tottenham. So I'm kind of torn. It's it, when did you ever think you'd hear Corby versus Tottenham in the Premier League? Yeah, that was a that's, that's a pipe dream for a lot of people. Hey, they played Supermarine, which is an eighth tier team in the FA Cup this year. And here's a question for you, Will. Um, we are we had to move our we were building a new stadium mm. in uh in the game. So we had to move. What Premier League team or Premier slash Championship League team do you think we went to and we're now sharing a ground with? If you had to Leicester. guess, no. Uh, okay, so how, how far away are we talking here? Not too many. I mean, they're in the championship right now, the team, but they were a Premier mm. League team last year. And they are a favorite. Elton John like supports them. Oh wait a minute! I'm trying to remember who he supports. They have a stand named after him. Elton John stand. Because it's not Fulham, is it? Fulham's in London. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, Corby could get a Cor down. Corby, That's Corby right. goes on. It's usually close. Um, their nickname. Is the Hornets. Uh, 
even though their badge has a moose on it. Wait, what? I, I've got, I, I've got to do this because it's like, uh, <laughs> no. That I mean, that's still London. Watford. <laughs> yeah, there's still London. We're ground sharing at Vicarage Road in Watford. Not, not, you know, not Leicester. Like I thought, Leicester, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, closest to us. You know, or even at a push, Nottingham. Yeah, nope. Not would have been a good shout as well. But Watford. Watford. We're at Vicarage Road. That, I mean, that's not. That's not a million miles away from a certain firefighter we know. And uh, Mr. Chris Slight used to work around there. He used to be going to go to the game in Watford. <laughs> it's what you pass for going into London. <laughs> you know, it's now a suburb of London. You know, you drive, you drive into where Rainers Lane and that is. You pass through Watford. It's like mine just goes. Now here's a question for you: Does the name Peter Mallinger? Ring a bell to you. M A L L I N G E R. No. Okay. Well, Peter, Peter Molyneux, yes. Peter Malinger, no. <laughs> it could be Peter Molyneux. No, because that, that, that's like P uh, M L L E N Y U X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's spelled that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. This is a gentleman who played for. Uh, he was in the he was a, in the boardroom of Newcastle United in Kettering, right? Uh, and did a lot of stuff. But apparently, he is a club legend at Corby, and we yeah. are building the Peter Malinares Arena. So, in the meantime, we play at Watford. In the meantime, we play at Watford. <laughs> Here's the other funny thing about this. Uh, let me pull up the the where is the general tab. So, there is four people that this that the stadium could have been named after. Actually, let, yeah. me, let me let me go into the editor files. Let me see if if the, this was actually the case. Um. Okay, it, it wasn't the case. It, it could have only been named him. But usually, they're named after he was the he actually Peter Maliner was the president of Corby at one point in time. Right. So that makes sense, but. There's four club legends. There's Kyle Slater, Graham Gabby, and James Atkinson. Could you imagine if they named the... It's like, we're, we're moving into the James Atkinson arena. Oh, I'm still the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of narcissism there for everybody. Hey, it's not as if we haven't seen it before. No. Someone wants an airport named after him. Very true. It's not going to happen, odd hands. It's just not going to happen. Like, you know, when stupid people go, oh, you're going to be inaugurated on March 4th. No, you're not. Just sit the fuck down, Donnie. You're out of your element. All right? Get the uh, get the golden... They have, they have a golden, like, the golden Trump statue. And I'm sitting yeah. there just going, like... And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, and... FYI. No, I'm not... I, not a very religious man. But I'm sitting there going like, isn't there a story in a book about praying to a golden idol and it ends very badly? Yeah, what what didn't have a commandment about not worshipping false idols? Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking there like, it, it, no, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure it's one of the best-selling books of all time. And a lot of people have heard of that story that maybe support him. Hmm. I'm just trying yeah. to. I'm just. I'm, name escapes me, but. Bibli. Bi Bible bibliography. Quran. <laughs> was it the, was the? I mean, the only golden Trump I know about is when I fart and I don't follow through. <laughs> I mean, that's golden there. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. <laughs> when you don't. Uh, you, you, when you're done and your pants are still good. You fart and your yeah. pants are still, you know, feeling good. Then yeah, you've done it right. <sighs> but yes, the fun, the fun of Corby Town FC and just the weird shit that happens. The other funny thing is that um, 
and I'll I'll this will be the last I swear last football manager thing before we end. Um, there is a rule about having. Have you do you know anything about senior affiliates? No. So there's a well, there's a there's a thing that happens in football where you can have a senior affiliate, which is usually yeah. a club higher up than you. So it's like a mm. club in like if I'm like in league like the lower leagues, I can get a cl- club from the Premier League, and they'll give me some financial money, play a friendly with me, and then they'll say, hey. We'll loan you our players for free because you're a lower league team. They get development and play time and you get to have Premier League, like all like soon to be Premier League players for free to develop, to help you win. Mm-hmm. Now, these these agreements end when you reach the same league. So like, you know, if, if it's Manchester United and you get promoted to the Premier League, that, that agreement ends because you're no longer a subsidiary to them. You're in the same league. Yes. You're on the same foot, and so they can't compete. They don't want to send stuff. Then they shouldn't be sending people to compete against themselves. Exactly. But the letter of the law says you can't play in the same division. It does. So this is what happened. We had Leicester City as our senior affiliate. Makes sense. Corby, Leicester, local team, you know, Premier League, local Premier League team, probably the closest Premier League team to Corby. Yep. We had one of their players, Andre Carnival, on loan with us for the past three years. He's a signed him permanently now. Um mm-hmm. but they were in they were in the Premier League when we were in the championship. Right. We got promoted. They mm. got relegated. <laughs> they're still our senior affiliate even though we're in the Premier League and they're in the championship because we're not playing in the same division <laughs> they're paying us £150,000 to be in a better division than them we can still loan their players <laughs> am I a mess? Sure it would flip around no that's not how the agreement works so wow. okay. thanks Lester <laughs> for making, giving me money. And the worst part was that I, you know, I paid him 50 million pounds, but I bought yeah. Carnival off of them because he got relegated. He had a relegation release clause. <laughs> I loaned him for the last three years. He ended up liking me as head coach and then I bought their best prospect as they got relegated. And then they gave me money to pay his salary for the year. <laughs> that's, oh, that, 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 that's working the law to your favor, right? I there. am, I mean, <laughs> I am bending things till they break. Also, I have, uh, I, we are the senior affiliate of Field, mm. um, which is a team in uh, League Two. And then we also yeah. are a senior affiliate of a uh, Premier Division uh, Croatian team. Because apparently in this save, there is a ton of good Croatian players. And yeah. the best part of our agreement with them is that we give them money and they give us first dip rights to buy all of their hot prospects. So okay. we, have a, we have a Croatian feeder club. Yeah. I give them money. They buy all the, all the hot Croatian prospects. I then buy the Croatian prospects from them. Fair enough. <laughs> what do they, like, boss, what do you do? Uh, you buy all the Croatian prospects and then send them to me when they turn 18. Why 18? Because laws. Because <laughs> England and work permits. <laughs> they haven't gotten well, a function to bribe Boris Johnson yet to waive work permit laws, but I'm working on that. <laughs> well um just before we go i've got two bits of normal non-gaming related news Mm -hmm. uh now uh the first one is i saw i don't know whether it's a full leaving closing up shop or just morphing into something else but uh one of the things that really helped start me to get to this point um around 2007-2008 was a podcast called PS Nation um from what I heard from this week the PS Nation in that form is no more um and they've stopped and you know there were, there was some there was some falling outs with people over there 
um, with, with you know, hosts and things. And I sort of drifted away from it a few years ago where I wasn't listening to it regularly to rarely to at all. But it was still part of my history. It's still part of my, you know, life of getting to where we are now. Um, so if it is indeed the end as we know it for a podcast, because I know the website is gone, they, they, they you know, you just shut up and just went, that's it, no, done. Uh, all I have to say to Glenn and to the other podcasters and co-hosts he had on there, including Josh Langford, Joel Shavinsky, um, you know, uh, Mark Singer and Jared, and also Dave Hunt, who we've had on the show. Thank you. Thank you for being a part, you know, for helping me along. And we'll see what happens next in Glenn's journey, I guess we could call it. And then there's the other bit of news. Now, we've been talking a lot about Corby. We've been talking, you know, we've been talking about the Global Bastard at times uh, on the show. If coming out of lockdown is delayed in the UK, we can blame it on two, two cities, two towns and cities in this in, in the UK. Can you guess which one it is that's, co that's still causing the issue? I mean, I know. We've talked about this, so I know which one it is. Yeah. Welcome to it being bloody Corby. Because the infection rate is still the highest in the UK, in England at least. And it's coming down, let's be honest. It is coming down. Um, but yeah, it's still the highest. And yeah, to say it's like, oh, for God's sake, you know, Corby, get, just, just, just pull your socks up. It's an understatement, you know? It's it's really it's really throwing a, a wrench in my 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 plans too, because I want lockdown to end not only for to be at will to be able to go out and do things, but also so I can send him not money to buy me a Corby Town kit to send to me to wear during the freaking Corby Town videos. Yeah, be like, Will, here's all of the money. <laughs> buy me Corby Town stuff, scarf I mean, I or anything. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't do that until at least May now, when and other stuff opens up. And I don't want you to. <laughs> it's just like I, I'm sitting going like you know like there was that gap, but I was like almost just like I probably shouldn't ask Will to do it even during that gap because I don't want anybody that. But they're probably better off. Oh God, Texas. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> Texas. Oh. Governor Governor removes mask mandate. But says there's going to be mask days, but you're not <laughs> mandatory to wear a mask. Senator during winter crisis flies off to Cancun for his holiday. Yeah. Even better. Senator flies off to Cancun, comes back, then goes to Republican convention. Meanwhile, Democratic New York senator, who is considered to be a radical leftist, comes down, raises $4 million in aid, and then works at a food bank for the entire weekend. Not her constituents. Raised money from her constituents to help them out, and then work down there with other Democrats. You know, say what you will about people. Say what you will about the about the, the, the certain senator, because I know people are very strongly opinioned one way or the other on her. Mm -hmm. But she's going down to the heart of the area where she's very much not liked and trying to help. Yeah. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. And then also, and probably it will end this on a happy note. Um mm -hmm. Our good friend, or like everybody's favorite meme on the internet, Bernie Sanders, was on the Senate floor yesterday, and you know what he said was one of the biggest reasons that we needed to help fight and curb the pandemic? So that young people can go out and start dating again. Aww. He said that on the Senate floor to the largest governing body as a reason why they should pass the bill. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Sanders, looking out for your love life. <laughs> <laughs> even, when he, 
wants you to get some. He does. And he'll sit there not judging you on it with his mittens and his jacket on. <laughs> uh, I think that's that's the high note right there. I think we think we ended there. Do we raid Tim? Yeah. Do we raid Tim? It's up to you. I don't mind. Yeah, let's raid Tim. Everybody say Bono. That's going to be our copy pasta. Yeah, it's going to be Bono. Not the Ludiverse. Not today. That's tomorrow. No. Today is Bono. Yeah, we are friendos yeah. today. Tomorrow's lewd. <laughs> and don't forget, tomorrow, Racing Rivals will be on round about uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, 1 p.m. UK time. Uh, so T. Pollen is, he's actually raiding somebody. Oh, so let's not raid him then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll just... He, put those he, brakes on. Yeah, put put those pump those brakes. Pump them. Uh, yeah. Okay, then we'll just end. We'll just throw the ending on, and we'll call it an evening or a day or a week or a thing. It's a thing. All right, everybody. That's been Lard Team Maker. I've been a smooth cup of iced tea. And this has been Take Whoopies. Enjoy. Have a good one. Uh, Kiryu is great at dancing. Bye-bye.